Welcome to the Soul Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. I'm here with Amber. I'm so, so, so excited about this one. Um, And we were just talking a little bit before the live stream started, and we were saying, like, we already feel like we know each other. Um, (laughs) I've been reading her book, her journal. So, yeah, we'll get started. Um, So happy that you all are here. Amber, um, phenomenal woman. She's an author, an entrepreneur, a mogul. She recently donated this journal to one of our um, our group members. So thank you to everybody that participated in that giveaway. And she also wrote No Prayer, No Power. And I, I, I don't just buy things just to buy them. I really buy things because of who people are and I feel like I can get something and take something away from it. So I really do, um, you know, invest in her products and business because she really does have something to say. Um, She does have a daily devotional, but Amber is here. I'm going to let her tell you all a little bit about herself. Okay, thank you. So hi, everybody. My name is Amber. Like she said, I am um, a life coach and a career consultant, and um, I'm based out of Michigan. I'm a graduate of Michigan State University. I got my degree there in 2015 in psychology, and then I have my master's in social work from the University of Michigan, both based here in Michigan. Um, I like to say I'm a self personal foodie because I love to eat. So whenever you come to Michigan, let me know you can go to some of the best restaurants. Um, I love spending time with my family, and so that's just kind of about some of my personal life. And in my professional life, I'm passionate about helping people build their faith, see the vision that God has for them, and giving them tools to kind of um, live it out. And so, yeah, that's me in a nutshell. That's you in a nutshell. So, kind of, how was life for you growing up? Do you have any siblings? Yes, yeah, so I have a brother. He is 30. He just celebrated his third year anniversary being married yesterday. So I have a sister now, and I have two nieces, Bailey, who is six, and Brooke, who is one. And um, growing up was fun. Uh, I did kind of want a younger sibling just because I wanted someone to wear clothes and stuff with, but I didn't get that. So I grew up with a boy, and that was quite tight in the video I really wasn't a tomboy, though, but I did spend a lot of time with my brother. I grew up um, in a fun family. We were very close. We still are like, very close. Um, I didn't realize how small my family was until I started realizing how big other people's family was. So my immediate family feels big. It's just because we're close, but we're a small family. Oh, wow. So I love that. That's one thing about my family. They, um, We always try to get together, big gatherings, big groups of us. Um, I love family, too. Like, I'm a family person. <laughs> That's kind of my thing. Um, and I see some people saying, hey, I don't know who y'all are, but I see y'all speak. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was trying to look on my phone here and see if I could see. Oh, Marcy, I can see him down here. But, um, yeah, I'm going to have to work on this. I'm going to have to practice on this a little bit more. I'm trying to stream from my computer, but I'm trying to read comments from my phone here. Yeah, I'm logging in. 
and she doesn't have the Facebook app on her phone. So I know, I don't like social it. media, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no so one have you, have you had a lot of business? Have you had a lot of business come from your social media? Because um, yes. that's honestly how I came across you like, with social media mm -hmm. and I started like in your books, like, oh, I want to check that out. So how is it been? Yes and no. So initially, my business grew from word of mouth, which is so interesting because um, not a lot of people knew I don't have like a big um, following, if you will, on social media. So a lot of it was word of mouth, and then I started to just post like highlights and stuff how people do on social media, Instagram, and Facebook. And so then it just kind of grew from there. But I would say that my business is more so sustained from like referrals and word of mouth. Which is a blessing, I feel like, in this day and age. Um, but yeah, I feel like in terms of like book publishing services, it's more so um, social media lit, and then traffic coming from the Bible app is pretty nice too. But more of um, my bonus, I would say, is referrals. Oh, that's nice. They say people usually buy into like you as a person before they mm -hmm. buy into what you're selling. Um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. That's why you have to always treat people well and just have something that people can use, something worthwhile that people can really take something away from. Um, so you mentioned you are on the Bible app. I think that is so cool, Emma, Thank because you. I'm always on the Bible app, like doing new plans. Like, oh, let me see what I'm going through now. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to that. start and stop them, but I still like the ones that I finished. <laughs> me too like i tried to i tried to do like the 40 day one one time i was like whoa <laughs> i'm like a five seven day max <laughs> right that's the max maybe like a 10 day if it's a real good one so <laughs> but i do like it i really do like them so what inspires you to want to get on the Bible app and just kind of share your water word on there tell us the um the the plans that you have on mm -hmm. there now so my um, journey to the Bible app is a very interesting story. So I had just recently published my first book, No Prayer, No Power, which is the 365-day prayer book. And so I, like you, read the Bible plan. And I was like, I wonder how I can get my book on this Bible plan, but just like a little taste just so that people can kind of know about me. And so I actually went to the um, Bible app, which is uversion.com, website. And so I saw on there, like, how to submit a Bible app. And so when I clicked um, find out more information, it said that they weren't in, accepted anymore. And if you follow me on um, Instagram, I have the screenshots up because it was just like a miracle, I'm going to tell you. So they weren't accepting any more submissions because they had um, too many. And so I was like, I'm... I'm going to get on this bubble app. So I was just searching through the website. I found a random email when I sent the email to the lady and said that um, I had an amazing idea for a Bible app. I haven't seen anything like it. Um, I'm really interested in submitting it to them to ha have it be a part of the Bible app. The lady emailed me back within like an hour and I had no Bible app plan. Like I literally lied to this lady. <laughs> to this lady. And so I literally spent the rest of that evening just like writing up um, that Bible plan that I would do, which wasn't too hard because it's based off of the prayer in my book. So I just was looking through kind of finding some of the generic, um, not generic, but like uh, universal prayers, if you will, that anybody could read and get something out of. So I submitted them. She emailed me back and sent me like login information and contracts and all this stuff. And that's how, how I got on the Bible app. So since then, I have um, 
five total. So it's no criminal power. You search it on there, driven or distracted. Um, dealing with God's no, which is one of my favorite ones. Poets of prayer about teaching you how to um, kind of like the aspects of prayer. And then mindful. And that's mind, F-U-L-L, because it's about people who just have anxiety. Mind is overwhelmed, full of um, comparison. Whatever it is that's just too much weighing your mind down, that is kind of like teaching you how to um, kind of get over that. I see somebody said, which Bible app? So it is the U version Bible app. So it's the brown one. I don't know if you guys can see, see it from here, but it's the brown one. Yeah. Yeah, the U version. Um, I'll see if I can type it down there, and I'm definitely gonna post um a blog post, and it will have all the links to her Bible app and her books and her journal and things like that. But I'll type it right here really quick. Since someone asked, thank you for your question, um, Marcia, and hey, Kathy, I see you on there waving at us. So that's really cool. So kind of take us on your journey to God. Like, how was your life before you really? got to where you were writing about him and wanting to share a message and share your word? Mm -hmm. That's a really good question. So um, honestly, thinking about my journey to God, I feel like it's a little different than most people because I don't feel like I had a choice growing up. I just felt like growing up in a Christian household, it just was God. Like, we don't trust God. This is a household of faith and that is holy. <laughs> And having that um, already background, I would say that God found me and my faith just kind of responded. And so what I mean by that is like, um, I, after I got of age and I had a choice then, um, the journey became more about me developing a relationship with God, with Jesus, um, for myself outside of my church. So what really helped me to... I guess start that journey was going to college. So when I went to college, I was maybe like two hours away from home. So it wasn't like I was coming home for church every weekend and things like that. And so um, in many ways, my faith was tested because I didn't have um, church like right there to kind of get my weekly word to keep me going. So I had to really understand who God was for myself. And thinking back now, that was like a really good. Um, message that my bishop at the time would, would preach is getting to know God for yourself because he um, would always tell us that man will fail you but God never will and I experienced that in life like um, people just not having integrity, people portraying to be something that they're not and so in the midst of all of those experiences because I got to know God for myself through um, praying, whispering I was never a person to pray out loud because it just felt weird so just making the relationship what it was um that was a good kind of like level of comfort for myself and not trying to um make it to be what somebody else relationship with god is so just kind of really getting to know him for myself is what i would say kind of like um was my journey is still my journey just kind of having that person relationship yeah i love that because i know a lot of people you you sometimes try it happens it happens in life you're straight mm -hmm. What you know is right and um, and the behaviors that you kind of grew up on. So it's definitely good mm -hmm. to have things that you can write what you're going through, like your journal of faith. I do love this. Do you journal a lot? What what inspired you to write a journal? 
I do. I wish I could show you my bookshelf right here to the side of me, but I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I am that person who goes to I am that person who goes to TJ Maxx and just buy all of the journals because they're cute. And I don't even use them <laughs> most of the time, but I do have one right here actually. So this is my favorite journal. I've had this journal for like years and I like everything in it, all my goals, plans, everything. So um yeah. Wave, yeah, I was gonna say before the wave of like manifest your life kinda happened, I was already like putting the pen to the paper and believing God believing. So I love These to journal. These things are very important. I encourage everyone. Yes. Definitely hit up TJ Maxx. I you know. Do I love to do the journal. Yep, I love journals. Um, <laughs> so in terms of my journal that I had uh, recently, I'm a journal of faith. So I couldn't find any, like, Christian journals. Um, for real, like at TJ Maxx, they would have like the journals that have like the scriptures, but it's just like white paper. I never really found any like self-reflection Christian-based journals, and so I um decided to write one based off of questions that I've answered in my own journal. Um, just thinking out loud, uh, self-reflection within my own self, and that's kind of where this book came from. Was trying to help people to um self-reflect and create that personal relationship with God. And a part of that is coming to him in honesty and being vulnerable. So that's kind of where that journal came from. Definitely vulnerable in, in your journey. Um, you have to be true to yourself, that transparency. Like you can fake it with people, or you can fake it with me, you can fake it with anybody out here. You can't get on the internet and really make yourself be whoever you want. Who you want to be. You can't oh. fake it with God. Like, seriously, you can, like, pay to, you know, make yourself into anything nowadays. Um, yeah. But you just have to make sure your soul's right and make sure you take care of yourself. And that's what I like about your journal. Like you said, it brings that self-awareness. Um, because we do have to realize that we can have self-sabotaging behaviors ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's sometimes, it's an eye-opener to actually write those things down. Go back and read them and be like, wow, I was really, like, doing all of this. <laughs> So mm -hmm. it's good to kind of see yourself um, come from a long way. So mm -hmm. kind of you mentioned you write down your goals in there. Where where do you see yourself like five to ten years from now? Mm -hmm. um, personally, in ten years, I see myself um, hopefully being married, maybe having a kid, getting ready to start like my own family. Mm -hmm. you know? Black love, <laughs> family. I'm all for it. Yes, I'm for the black love. <laughs> Kind of like building towards my own family, hopefully in 10 years. Um, professionally, I would say um, I see myself continuing to um, expand Advice by Amber, um, being able to automate it. I really want to move in that direction. Not that I don't want to be present with people, but I don't want to only have my business work if I'm working it. And so what I mean by that is I want to be able to hire people, expand it, um, a team. So like, for example, my um, publishing service could become its own company ran by the people who I'm hiring to run it. And um, really just being in a place where I can create jobs for other people to be able to take care of their families is kind of like a long-term goal of mine. Um, 
and just kind of being able to du duplicate the success that I've had in other people's lives as well. That's so amazing. That's definitely one of my goals to kind of create that, that generational wealth and create mm -hmm. jobs for the community and opportunities for people that that might not have them just because they're discriminated against. You know what happens? Yeah. So we definitely want to build up and um, do great things out here. So do, do you see yourself? Are you working on any more books right now? So right now, no. Um, I do have another book that I want to write. It's my faith um, vision action book, which is will be about my life. I could write it now, but I just feel like I need some more experiences to um, really go for it with the vision that I have for the book. So um, that's kind of like a book that's going to be in, in the works for a few years, I would say. But um, outside of that, no, I'm focusing right now on helping other people to publish their book. So I have like four or five in queue right now. And so um, that's kind of like my main focus in terms of like writing right now is just helping other people to get their stories out. That's amazing. So you guys, if you're looking to write a book, if that's something you've always thought about, um, is it just Christian's book or is it open to anybody that want to do like a fiction or like a children's book? Can your company help with that? Mm -hmm. So it is open to everyone, but do keep in mind that I am faith based, and um, because I'm I am, I'm not, <laughs> not going to just publish anything. Um, as to like, there's other options you can, you know, find somewhere else to go if it's kind of like a vulgar, or disrespectful type of book. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I do journals, planners, um, nonfiction, children's books. Um, so yeah, I'm yeah. open to everything. Just you know, just don't want to. Do some crazy stuff. <laughs> don't, don't try you like come on. <laughs> I love that though because a lot of people want to write books, they have great ideas, they have a message, a story, but they just don't know how to get started. So they can definitely reach out to you. Um, advised by Amber. Um, somebody said faith based people only. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> <Think that. laughs> but, um, yeah, like for real. Um, I love companies that stand by what they believe in. They don't conform to the patterns of the world. So I yeah, do that's what it's all about for me is just um spreading positivity. Um, faith based is a part of doing it, and so um just anything to uplift people is really really what I'm um interested in working with. Yes, I love that. Um, and actually, I know some people that say join for our children books, so I would definitely get in contact with you. Um, I myself have some stuff in the works. Um, I wrote something, I just never published it. So that's mm -hmm. definitely something I can get with you on there. Um, I didn't, I didn't even know you had a publishing company up until recently. So that's how amazing and how much she's grown since I first come in contact yeah, with her. You probably wrote in like 2017, which is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I know for years. So I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. This is so exciting. Thank I you. I love this. I love connecting with entrepreneurs and people that are going somewhere and people that can help other ones grow. <laughs> she is stealing these comments. So I said her book is amazing. Yes, it Thank is. You. I can forever. Thank you. <laughs> um, that is Charles Laster the Third. 
Oh, that's my boyfriend, y'all. Say hey to him. Oh, <laughs> you are her. She's dead. She wants to be married in 10 years. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put it at like two to five, okay, boyfriend? So <laughs> we're trying to create these, no pressure, you know. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, though. No rush. But <laughs> we're just going to throw that out there. But I love it, though. Um, I love seeing black love, black families. Um, how was your family going up? Was your mom and dad like very loving and just instilling yes, love? My parents um, are obsessed with each other. They're coming up on almost 30 years of marriage. So they've been together longer than they've been apart. <laughs> um, so I've always had a good, um, a good foundation for love and marriage. And so um, I'm grateful to have that because a lot of people don't. So, um, yeah, my parents are cool. They definitely. I love that. Um, oh, no, go ahead. I couldn't so hear would you. you. Oh, I'm sorry. It may be like a lag. Sometimes it will do that. But um, could you ever, not saying like if you weren't, if you weren't with your current boyfriend, could you ever see yourself? Um, being with someone of a different faith than you and like either you performance of what they are and they coming over here to Christianity to where you are, do you see yourself? No, I couldn't do it just because um, I just feel like a part of my faith is a lot of the foundation of things that I like believe in, the way I treat people, having integrity, um, sewing ties, being a good steward of my finances. So like if I was to get with someone who was a different faith and they didn't have those same like core beliefs, I think that those would, would cause some issues for me. Um, so yeah, I couldn't do it. Not personally. <laughs> and I'm at the point where I'm too grounded in what I believe to be trying to switch. So it's not happening. Like, well, I'm too deep in this. trying to learn something new. Figure <laughs> something different out. But um, that's definitely amazing. I love it. What What were some obstacles that you faced growing up? Like, what's one obstacle that you really had to get over? And how How did you overcome it? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I've been really, really blessed. Like, I thank God I had a really um good childhood and upbringing i feel like if you would have asked me this question maybe like last year even 2017 when we first met i would have said the typical you know got my heart broken use prayer family to you know get over it but now i feel like the biggest obstacle um that i would say i'm facing i'm in the process of overbecoming and i feel like that's actually like learning to be who God says I am. So it's like, I know exactly who God says I am. I'm confident in it. I know the authority I have. And then like the obstacle, if you if you will, is actually learning to be that person every day. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I would say like that's a current obstacle and how I'm getting over that is enjoying the process, enjoying the journey. I just did an audio book, um, finished it last week by this woman. Let me see her name. The book is called Perfect, Present Not Perfect is what the name of the book is called. And it's by a woman named, her name is Shauna Niskit. And so I've been reading that book, just kind of learning how to um, not idolize productivity and growth all the time, which is something that I've always um, 
strive to attain, just being productive, being strategic. And so learning to kind of peel back a little bit and just be more present in the moment with my family, with my nieces and things like that. So just really, um, like I said, just daily trying to be who I already know God has called me to be. So just taking little baby steps, I would say it's my current obstacle. <laughs> so, yeah. That's real. I definitely feel like um, people try to chase success and all for that I'm all about, you know, being the best person you can be out here. But you have to get right, you know, in and find out really what your purpose is on this earth and learning to stop caring about what other people think. Because when you get out of that mindset, it kind of makes things easier. It makes you walk into what, what you're called to be, mm -hmm. I feel like. So, but it doesn't have to be a bad one too though i feel like sometimes when people are like when they consider obstacles or they think about obstacles is like the worst thing ever like i'm literally enjoying this journey and it's literally only been coming up on a month since i've been like kind of um peeling back layers of myself and reintroducing myself to me <laughs> like not for Instagram or Facebook, but just trying to figure out um, what I like, what I don't like, what stresses me out, what um, I could see myself continuing to do in my business. Like when I started my business in 2017, it was always life coaching, but the main part of my business was scholarships. I forgot to talk about that, doing scholarships for um, students who are looking to go to college. And so in doing that, um, I had helped a student get over $30,000 in scholarships off of one essay. And so my business blew up because of that. And so thinking about it now, like I structured my business around that service and I did not enjoy it. And so it's like being willing to like take away services that I once introduced and say, hey, I can do this to now say I don't enjoy doing that. And I want to go in the area that brings me um, joy and happiness and fulfillment. And so that's kind of, um, why I don't offer that anymore. I now refer that service out to other people. Oh, that's good. So it's it's amazing. Um, so that was back in 2017. It's now 2020. So like mm -hmm. trial and error, you kind of go through things and do things in your business and figure mm -hmm. out what it is you like, what it is you see yourself waking up to and being actually happy about doing. So um, I feel like we all owe ourselves that contentment. I don't feel like we were placed on this earth to work for other people or or, you know, to go to a job every day that we don't like. So I like, I like that you're creating that avenue um, for yourself. And you actually prefer that business. How you try to help other businesses get business by doing that. So you definitely have to give in order to receive. Um, <laughs> I am interested in um, writing a planner. That's been, like, one of my goals that I've run down. <laughs> actually write a planner. So do you? Do you um, use a planner? Are you one of the people that like, write down in a planner every day? So, no. I used to be that person when I um, was in college. But now, um, now that I am working a nine-to-five again and then doing my business, too, I don't necessarily use, um, like, a day-to-day -day planner more so than just, like, a general notebook and just kind of writing down some things that I have to get done. But planners are cute, and people use them, so do it. I do. Like, I, I have to. And I said I'm going to transfer transfer, and get more um, more digital. Just start using the um, 
calendar on my phone, but mm-hmm. I'm just like a brick and mortar. Like, let me write it down. Well, <laughs> I like to there. So I'm pen and paper. Um, and I'm just a person that has to process. So writing has always been my way of um, gathering my thoughts. So I like to write. Yeah, it can definitely be an outlet. It can be a stress reliever also. Um, mm-hmm. And so um, I like the fact that you do read a lot of books. It looks like you do. So what are, what are your top three books that you would, you would suggest us go buy and read? Mm-hmm. And- so I'm a big advocate of this book I just finished. So Prevent, Present, um, Not Perfect. I will link them down after this is over so that you guys can check them out. That is an amazing book. Um, what else? I would say Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, I read that book a while ago and then just kind of refreshed myself on it recently. It's a book about like finances, um, building wealth. And I think that it's a, a good foundation to learn the difference between rich and wealthy. So I definitely would recommend that book. And let's see. Mm-hmm. And no prayer, no power. Right. Thank you. <laughs> no power. Right. Your prayer life. <laughs> I love it because, and I have to pick back up. I'm going to be honest. I haven't even read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll start reading this and I'll start reading something else. Like, I read like a month or two. <laughs> but I love the fact you can pick up at any time and just find what date it is. Today's August the 12th. So, we're going to see what today's about. Just y'all get a little glimpse of what this book is about. Um, I wouldn't be on here telling you to get it if it, you know, wasn't going to be a blessing to life. What I do is leave mine in my bathroom, like behind the toilet. And so, like, it's just kind of like there whenever I need it. Because I don't read it um, every day either. I mean, it's been two years now. So, um, but yeah, I don't even go in order. I just flip through and look at the title and, like, that's not like I need to read that. <laughs> and then I read today, right? <laughs> But I like this one. Um, today's it's called Rough Day, and it says, "God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love Him." James one and twelve. And Amber goes on to say, "Today was rough because tomorrow is going to produce something great." The clarity that will be revealed tomorrow is going to blow my mind. I decree that four straight signs are going to point me in the direction of purpose. God, I feel you moving. I see how you set me up to get me to this point. The heat I took on today was necessary. That's so real because I took some heat today. Like, the pressure was purposeful because I had to endure made me into who I am designed to be. People are going to wonder how I made it over. People are going to want to know how they too can be restored. Give me the right words to say to point them your way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. That was a good one. A really good one. So like if you were having a rough day, see how that only took like a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and if you um, notice, a lot of times, um, like I have devotionals too that I have bought and don't read. And for me, the difference between those devotionals and no parental power that this one is in first person. So it's designed for you to actually read them out loud, to pray and declare these things over your life. So it's not like someone telling you what God is saying to you, it's you speaking to God and having that open form of communication. So 
if you do get the book, I definitely recommend reading it out loud. So, yes. <laughs> Good tip, because I've never read mine out loud. That was my first time, honestly. So I'm going to have to start reading it out loud. <laughs> but that just came to my life, because today was kind of like rocky for me. And I'm so glad I was able to come on here and do this with you. I'm so happy that you agreed to do it. You are Thank so you for inviting me. Um, <laughs> 